So yeah, hello, hello. <laughs> How are you? Doing well, thank you. Doing well, okay. So, um, so yeah, it is the 11th of July and it's about to be 11-11, one more minute. And um, <laughs> this is good practice. I'm nervous. I'm nervous with just you two <laughs> in comparison to a whole group. Entertainer. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, so you both know me. Um, but for those listening on the podcast, I'm Raisa, Raisa, or Noe. I go by Noe as well. And I am here on our conversation starters uh, event part dos. And we're gonna talk about purpose a little more and dive in deeper. And um my goal with these talks, as I've mentioned before, is is I really want to build and empower a community of people to connect with one another so we can just continue to impact the world in a positive way. And I've just found from my experience that that is done with having conversations, with talking to people um, and just learning. And, um, and that's what I hope to do with this conversation today and these events uh, moving forward. So today I wanted to focus on vision um, and what vision is in regards to purpose. And yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing today. Hi, JC. Want to say hello to you. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good morning. Good. Um, how, so are you? how about how are you doing, JC? How's it going? Getting along, getting along. Yeah. Good to hear so it. just, it's us three today. There were some people that were supposed to join in, uh, maybe three or four more. But a couple of things kind of came up on Sunday, so we're just going to freestyle and talk and, um, and go over the topic today. Okay. Um, so yeah, you both already know me, and I was just sharing with those listening on the podcast that I'm Raisa Noi, and we're here to talk about vision and what vision means. So um, before we get into that, as I've mentioned before, I really want today and every time we share space to be a space that we're open-minded, we're respectful of one another. Um, no question is a stupid question. This is a space for us to talk with each other and to use the space to be inspired to then take what we learned today and bring it into our own community and to our own lives and, um, and implement it in, you know, in whatever way we can. Yep. So, so yeah, so we're just gonna say hi really quick. So this time, if you can say hi and share something that just really brings you joy and just really makes you happy and warm and fuzzy inside. So um, I've already mentioned I'm Raisa Noe and something that brings me joy, I would say, it's a tough one. I really love having authentic conversation with people. Like that just makes me really happy. Just kind of hearing people's hearts and just being able to have a conversation and go back and forth. And um, yeah. And I'm going to popcorn it to JC. Um, yeah, JC Polk. Um, I'm going to just riff right off of kind of what, um, what just like what happened that way. We can also make another part of history today. Dick Branson just had his successful venture of, um, really making commercials uh, space travel on uh, the next stage. And so part of that, I looked at it with a little apprehension. The other, it turned into then, okay, what's my next move? 
Um, and so I get really excited about moments like that where the world sees it as historic, but they see it through one lens, having the ability to be able to go a little bit deeper and seeing what that impact is and perhaps turn into deeper conversations like what you're talking about. So I'm kind of riffing off of that today, today being the July 11th, and this will be like our version of man landing on the moon, so, so to speak. So, and we're all here. So. Right. Yes. I love that. I love that. Rami? All right. Uh, my name is Rami. Yeah. My name is Rami. And I don't know, I think uh, this weekend, like a lot of my vision is just the idea of being able to kind of recognize that having expectations about anything that you can have, whether it's the weekend or life, you know, it, it's best to just reserve those and see what's in front of you. And, you know, I think sometimes vision is clearer when you're not like clouded by what you perceive people as or events as, or, you know, anything and just kind of appreciate for what things are instead of their potential or what you expect. And I think vision is pretty complex of a thing, but I think it, over time we train ourselves to, see better and more truthfully it's like that's what i think about i think of vision and uh yeah vision seems pretty clear this weekend it's great thank you and jordan did you want to introduce yourself yes how should i introduce myself and sorry y'all i'm driving but i wanted to join so i apologize um are we just answering that question of what brings us joy yeah 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 Okay, um, I just, I just, I personally just love seeing people win. So folks kind of finding their their goals and kind of making steps and progress towards them. So I'm always just about abundance mindset and the community come up and seeing colleagues, friends, folks just getting closer to their goals. So that's one thing that, that brings me joy. Thank you. And thank you so much everyone um, for sharing that. I wanted to, just quickly go back to something that you mentioned, JC, about landing on the moon, because, and, and that's, ironically enough, that's a little bit about what our topic is going to be today when we talk about vision, is because there's this whole idea that landing on the moon is impossible. And then for those who have been able to experience it, it's only something that's for a select few. And, and, and it's this idea that's very, very foreign, very far away, very distant, and, um, and so what I hope to do today and just in every single life that I come into contact with is to empower them to know that they can land on the moon within their own world and whatever that may mean. And, um, and I think it's something magical and powerful when we can step into having this understanding that, that we can live the life that we want to live and um, live a life full of joy and quote unquote impossibility by just stepping out in faith and um, stepping into what we feel called to do, which, you know, that's this whole conversation and this whole journey um, on when it comes to purpose. But I just thought it was really cool that you mentioned this landing on the moon moment, because um, that's what I hope that this is and will continue to be with every event we have moving forward. So just a random thought. I don't know if anyone else had anything else they'd like to share about that, but that's, I just thought that was really exciting. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, um, so yeah, today we're talking about vision and what vision means. And so to start off the conversation, I know Rami, you had answered this a little bit, but I wanted to ask everyone else, um, you can write it in the chat if you would like, 
but what you feel vision is and, and what you all feel vision means. context of our last session episode, the, it's the prototype of purpose, sight beyond sight, current destination, and also vision, the ability to see something or someone for who, what they truly are, and also what they could be. And I know, Jordan, you're also driving, so I don't know if you would like to share um, what you feel vision might be. But don't feel pressured because I know you're driving. <laughs> For sure. I, I was going to say something, but then when he read JC's, I was like, that was what I was thinking, but it was written better. So I was going to double tap or amen JC's. Thank you, Jordan. JC, and I, I really wanted you to talk a little bit about that if you didn't mind, because I felt like that was that was really good. It's a lot of layers to what you were expressing. Yeah, I mean, I, I tried to keep it as simple, you know, streamlined as possible, but it is it has deserves a little bit of explanation. I think for me, once you get to the stage of like, hey, here's what I want to do or here's what I'm driven to do every day. I think last time we talked about purpose being what you commit yourself to daily on a regular basis. I think as you go through that journey, you begin to see context clues that create a vision of what that actually looks like. I look at purpose as a feeling and I see vision as being the manifestation of, OK, now I'm putting the hands to work. Right. And so once you can visualize what that purpose looks like, then you now have the prototype, which means that it's not the final. It's not the final of what it's going to be, but it is, hey, here's the beta one. Here's the beta two. And it changes over time. But I just think that and, and it's being able to do that without realizing, I mean, without being stuck in where you are. So if I feel like I think I said my purpose last time, I just feel like was to continue to drive conversations and to be a change agent. I may not be able to figure out how I'm flip the table over with all these different people coming back at me. But if I can visualize flipping the table over, that's the start to figuring out how can I start to, you know, put, move people around the table to be change agents. So just a prototype and not being not seeing beyond where you are. I love that. I love that. And it's and with that, because Rami was also sharing um, with vision, the ability to see something or someone for who they truly are and also what they could be. And I think what's beautiful about vision um, that everyone has kind of been talking about is 
is I see if if we were to use an example as we're on this journey, um, on a boat in the sea, and we're just you know floating around everywhere. Uh, purpose is that moment of being in the boat in the water in this in this beautiful space. And vision for me is the compass that we use to direct um, our path and, and to steer the boat in the direction that we want it to go. And I think that as we go on our journey and we can, um, as we go on our journey and use our compass to guide us, as we take time to um, kind of like see within our hearts and within ourselves, we have a better understanding of, of what our compass is and, and where we actually want it to go and what that means. And, um, and surrounding ourselves by people who are on the same flow as us, if that makes any sense. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's, it's cool when we have these conversations to see kind of like everyone being on this, like a similar mindset and similar um, thought process when it comes to vision. But, um, and, and like you were, you were sharing JC and Rami, you've shared in the past is, I think that one of the difficulties that happens in our culture is that people overcomplicate things and add way too much layers to, to what different things mean, like purpose and passion and vision, which are terms and words that are tossed around um, repeatedly. And, um, and unfortunately, I feel that as we, as we continue to complicate it and add stuff to it, it makes it kind of confusing and frustrating and overwhelming to, to figure out, okay, what does this even mean? Okay, so now what? Okay, so what do I do? And and the beauty is that as we take off, like as we take off these layers of of what everyone else is telling us that each of these words mean and really get to the core of what it stands for in its simplest form, it becomes so much easier and so much more powerful to say, okay, this is the step that I can take or okay, this is where I want to be right now in this space. And, um, and as I've shared before, I really love to look at the definition of what a word means. And so in the dictionary, vision means the state of being able to see the ability to think or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. And I think that as if, if we take the time to kind of view vision as our compass and guide to our journey through purpose, like just our journey of life, um, it's really powerful what we can manifest and make happen and see come true. And and so I like to ask a lot of questions to get us all to kind of start thinking because it's easy to say, oh yeah, vision is a compass for your, your life. Like, okay. But if you don't ask yourself the right questions, understanding that vision is a compass is useless because you're not going to use it for anything. So, um, so I wanted to ask a journaling question. Uh, if you wanted to take the time to reflect is, um, if you could have your ideal life, with your dreams, hopes, plans, um, inspirations, what would it look like? And so I'm gonna give everyone a minute to kind of think about it. And again, there is no right or wrong answer. I know there's a lot to the question, but but my point in asking these, these questions is to really get us to think, okay, so if, if purpose is a journey of everyday life and 
And the vision is, is the compass that we use to guide our path. What, what do we want that to look like? What is like, if, if you were to have the perfect world with no limitations, where nothing was impossible, uh, money wasn't an issue, um, resources weren't an issue, what would your life look like? Or what would you want it to look like? So that's, that's the question. Let's give everyone a few minutes. everyone has had an opportunity to share and um for me what would be my ideal life is a life just full of joy laughter and love in every everything I do and um for it not to just be in everything I do but those around me so I just want to not only live a life of joy, laughter, and love, but to also give out to those, my loved ones and friends, just this joy and laughter and love. And, um, and just being able, like seeing people operating in that is, um, is mine. And let's see, JC shared, it would be the least detour journey um, if we're playing off the compass and direction analogy but it would be with the most amazing views, non-fatal challenges, providing teachable moments without losing momentum or entertaining doubt or deterrence. And I really love that because 
I feel in life, I find as I continue to kind of learn and have these conversations with, with you all is at the end of the day, we only have one life, you know? And, um, and it's up to us to decide how we want to live it. And why not live it with the most amazing views? You know, why not live it not only learning, but teaching and, and it being just this, this incredible experience um, for ourselves and those around us. And see, Rami was sharing to mind, body, soul, and finances aligning in a way that creates a sense of peace and completion. And I think that's so important just for, for it to be a sense of, it's not just one thing. And, and we had talked about this before in purpose um, where there's this, this misconception that purpose is attached to career, but the reality is it's uh, this idea of all areas of our life, our mind, our body, our soul, our finances, our, you know, for some it's their, um, what they do with their life on, on a day-to-day, physically, emotionally, mentally. So I, I think it's all great. And I don't like, I don't want to be the only one talking. So I wanted to see if Rami or JC, is there anything else you kind of wanted to talk about when it comes to that? Cause it's like, I get excited to hear and read this. Cause I'm like, yes that's that's it like <laughs> i like i like what jc wrote adding up you know adding on to providing teachable moments without losing momentum or entertaining doubt or deterrence because um it allows for one to to you know have that sense of like completion which i don't really like this term necessarily because then it means like oh i'm done i'm done growing i'm complete but um it's the sense of it but i like the idea of being able to provide teachable moments because then you're you're shining that sense of light that you have internally onto the world around you. And I think that, I don't know if that's what you meant, JC, but I like the idea is that, you know, you're, you're allowing yourself to influence others to create that sense of peace within themselves and, you know, to, to enjoy these, you know, amazing views. And I think that's a pretty powerful thing to, you know, yeah, you want to achieve it for yourself. You want to water your own grass first, you know, and then you help other people. And I think that's really cool. And uh, that's definitely an important part of it for sure. I, I would say. And yeah, but I guess to expand on mine, I would say, you know, I'm sure we all find ourselves in, in positions in life where we're like, we're working hard, we're making good money, but we're also not exercising enough. Or, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of working out or exercising, but we're also, our mind is a mess and we're in a lot of turbulence going on up here. And at the same time, we're not working, but to be able to have all these things met, you know, it's like a, you know, our, our hierarchy of needs or whatever we want to call it. It's like, we want to have everything met, all of our needs met, you know, and then I think that that's, that's really like a powerful thing. I'm always trying to balance that. And I think we all try to figure out what our perfect day is where we achieve those things. And, you know, I think once we can achieve that, I think we're going to be the best versions of ourselves for everyone else in our lives, which I think is going to help provide the teachable moments, which I agree with. Sure. I was, I was digging on the, the completion because I think for myself, it's always like spinning plates, right? Like you said, like, it'll be, you know what? Great week at work guess what? I kill that. And then you look over and you're like, but I didn't work out at all this week. You know, like you were just saying, like, I didn't get any, yeah, yeah. I ate like trash. You know what I mean? Like all those different things. <laughs> I, I didn't take time off to spend time with people I love with like all those different things. So it's like, I'm over here, then I'm over here. <clears throat> but when I think about completion, it is where all those plates are not just spinning, but they're spinning at a level in which you, you can look back and appreciate it. And so, yeah, I see, I see the play on words where it can feel like, whew, I'm done. But 
that in itself is the fatality, right? So that's when I, I added in there, like, as long as it doesn't kill me, I know that it should make me better or at least more aware, right? Um, and I think mine, just to, to, provide the to provide the tangible example, just still going off the, the, the stuff that happened today, like, it, it blows my mind, like, I sit here and I, at first it's like, oh man, this is going to be awesome. I get a chance to see this plane, leave this space, go to this other space, right? And so I geek out, I geek out and I get happy and I'm like, this is great. And so when you ask the question, I had the same thing. I was like, oh yeah, what would be perfect? What would be perfect is I just get right there. No problems, no challenges and everything's great. But then I sit back and I think about, okay, so wait, you mean to tell me that they were able to spend X amount of money to get this plane from here to there to help this group begin to do this, but I still have people who here on the earth who don't have this. So it's like this full circle of like, yay, oh, wait, right? But what that immediately made me do is to start thinking about, okay, so then what are you gonna do with that? If you can call that out and be aware of that type of challenge, what are you gonna be aware of? So, but I wouldn't have gotten there if I, if I take either one of those elements away, right? So it's kind of like, yeah, give me all the challenges, Give me everything, everything short of killing me or getting me totally off my path. And I think at least at that point, I can share the teaching and, and learning, right? Like you said, I mean, you said, you know, it's not just me learning it all and me consuming, it's also me giving it back. Mm -hmm. So part of me is like, all right, the first thing I want to do is I want to tell anyone, any, any, uh, you know, my children, my nephews, my nieces, any, my brother, my sister, even my dad, I want to tell them, hey, here's what happened in my mindset today. So you can start thinking about this. And I'm sitting there thinking one day when grandchildren come, I should probably have a fund that says, listen, don't be left on earth. If they're getting out of here, make sure. So it's like, but in order for me to get to that place and find that piece of purpose and have that vision, I've got to go through that whole emotional intelligence, that whole cycle. So I can't take any of those ingredients out of the process, but I don't want it to deter me, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, it's really easy to get to, like, you don't want to give too much of yourself, is what you're trying to say, so without, without, you know, while keeping your, yourself intact. Yeah, like, I can't give up tomorrow and just say, all right, now I'm going, I'm going to get in the space race. I mean, I could, but that comes mm -hmm. with consequences. And then is that, you know, that cost-benefit analysis, is it worth it, right? And now I'm just taking a detour, which now makes it worse than what it was, so. Yeah, so you want to celebrate all the wins and then recognize that, like you said earlier, have all, we all still have our problems here. It's like, oh, we spent this much money on the spaceship, but you know, new pipelines for Flint, Michigan would have costed a fraction of that. Right, right. And then, yeah, it wouldn't We're have been, it wouldn't have been, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay, but you want to be excited because it's, it's freaking awesome that, like, we did that. So that's an amazing feat of science. But then you're also, like, you're probably, like you mentioned, you're a little bit torn and, you know, conflicted about, like, well, we, yeah, we got our problems here. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. what do we, you know, what do we, so you want to be able to celebrate the wins, but it's like that sense of completion. It's like, yeah, before, maybe before we do all that, we'll make sure everything's fine here, but like, that's still an amazing thing. And, you know, because yeah, of course, like it's fun to geek out about that. We want to see those rockets, you know, the, the, the especially the, you know, Elon Musk's rockets landing properly on their, you know, being able to be reused and, and stuff. it's not like, just one, it's more than one. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a potential yeah. three things. Like when we're younger, here, here's the thing that hit me and then I'll just, I'll, I'll slow it down. But this is what geeked me out today. Not only did it actually happen, but it happened and you're able to stream it. You're able to sit like like literally it's not radio waves that are sitting there we're able to watch them go weightless in space in real time minus a couple seconds or whatever and it be history versus juneteenth when it takes a whole year for mm -hmm. anybody even to find out like 
And it's like, dude, like there's so many different things that had to happen along the way. And they mm-hmm. were talking about the number of satellites that were there just 35 years ago versus now and how fast they grew. And it's like, it'll blow your mind. But then we didn't have that. But now there's some little boy today who probably got up and was on, you know, his alerts. And it said, Branson went, Branson did this. And he's like, oh, well, I'm going to do that too. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. Because now not only is it just a vision, but it's tangible, right? This isn't mm-hmm. just some epiphany that somebody is talking about that some little boy, some little girl saw that today. Or we'll read about, oh, we'll have a test in school next fall, right? Like, who who is Dick Branson? You know, like that type of thing. And it just, it changes the world. So, yeah. All right. No more. I won't talk anymore about space, but I'm good now. No, it's true. (laughs) It definitely tied along with vision. You know, Dick Branson had a vision, you know? What did he start off? It was a a cell phone company or even smaller than that, probably. Yeah, version version And then use it to supplement this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a big trend in, you know, demonizing billionaires and, but like, I try to I try to figure out what gives people that. Like, I, there's the evading taxes and stuff, which I is totally like a good reason to be upset. But like, are we? Why are we upset with like people who want to do these things? I think it's great, but it's just about what you do with with that power and stuff. And I think you know, in his in his particular case, like yeah, everybody, all those guys had a vision, right? And it's like just to tie it back to like the comment, it's not completely off topic. Like they all had visions, and I mean, it came it came from somewhere. And it's like maybe some people don't want to see other people win, you know. Or have or have money, but that that's the reward of the of the, you know, the vision becoming tangible and becoming, you know, real. But yeah, I think it's I think it's just it's worth diving into and thinking about. You know, it's a good point to bring up. Like, it's definitely a win. Definitely, that's that's such a powerful story, and it reminds me of just of just any monumental moment that's happened in our history, whether. Um, whether you go way back to when airplanes were first invented and light bulbs and, um, you know, people using their voice to stand up to bring differences that happened, um, where, you know, when there was segregation. And so all of those moments are, are deep moments historically because they were, they were so monumental in changing the trajectory of, of our country. But at some point, it was something really small and it was a vision that someone had. And it was this dream of, of wanting to fly into the sky, of wanting to have people of color being able to sit in the same space as someone who was white, of wanting to have light and electricity when it didn't exist and so on and so forth. And so I think what's powerful about the story you're sharing too, JC, with space is, is it, 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 it really goes down to at some point that was something that was small and that people around that small vision, um, not small as in whether it's something large or small to give it value, but just this idea where it wasn't yet executed. And I'm sure there was a lot of people that were like, no, that's not going to happen. Or you're crazy for even thinking that way. Or, you know, insert whatever negative uh, perception someone has of that vision. And that person had that vision, whatever it was that they had in their heart and used that as their compass to get to where we are today, an insane moment that not only did it happen, but now we're able to see it, witness it, experience it as it's happening, all thanks to other people's vision of wanting streaming to be a possibility so we can have these experiences of wanting people, you know, technology and the advancement of technology that has allowed us to have this experience. Even us being here in front of the computer or iPad or phone, 
through video, having a conversation right now from different parts of, of uh, different parts of the country, wherever you all are, happened because someone had a vision and they said, I want to be able to have um, video and be able to talk to people to make this happen. And, and I think that, that that's what's really powerful about vision is that we each have this, this um, like we each have our own vision, right? And then, but I feel like a lot of people don't realize that each of our visions kind of overlap and um, come together with everyone else's vision, if that makes sense. And because of everyone else's visions, we're able to see and experience insane things all because that person stepped into what they believed. And I think that that's what's crazy about the whole space, you know, and and um, and the event that you were sharing, JC, that took place today. And I think that that's really powerful. And, and I, that's what really inspires me to have these conversations is that I feel that there's a disconnect between what people, like to people's desires in their heart and then to the execution of making that vision come to life to then influence their purpose and and the flow of their life that they um that they choose to have like there's just a lot of ambiguity and a lot of confusion and a lot of just junk that our culture feeds to us that I really hope to kind of like break off and break um break apart because one of the examples that I wanted to share was if if we keep going on this um on the analogy of you're in a boat and you're going somewhere for me, this was really powerful. I didn't know this. So back in the day, um, I don't know what timeline, but when people were navigating in a boat, their compass was the sun and the moon and the stars. And they would use specific constellations to get to destination. So they had a destination in mind and they need to get there. They needed to follow this constellation or the sun in this direction or the moon when it was at nighttime. And what was super interesting is that on cloudy days, when there was no compass, what would end up happening is, um, I don't know who had this role, but there was someone on the boat whose responsibility was to keep track of where the boat was navigating and what constellation they were following to create some form of map for anyone else who wanted to take that next step and go on that same journey. And on a cloudy day, they would, they would make up where they were going. They would envision and create the story of, of what path they were taking. And, um, and then once it was not cloudy anymore, they would then get back on track, realize where the constellations, the sun and the moon were, and then begin to follow that path. And what was powerful about that example was that I feel like it's such a great example of, of purpose and vision for us on a day-to-day that we can kind of conceptualize. Because how many times do we not live life where we're like, okay, this is it. Like, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take this step. And then you get to a place where you're like, okay, this isn't it, you know, or this isn't really singing to my heart anymore. And um, it's it's powerful because I think that what what I hope to kind of express is that the vision is like JC, you were sharing this, this idea and this, and what we use to figure out like, okay, this is where we're going. 
but it's okay to have these cloudy day moments where it's ambiguous and there's confusion and you don't know because that allows you to sit back and reflect and to be like, okay, I no longer work. I no longer know where I'm going. I no longer know where my track and path is anymore. Let me take time to figure that out, to plug back in. So when the cloudy days are over, I can get back on track to what that means. And um, for me individually. So, um, so yeah, I just thought it was really cool. I just wanted to share that, but I didn't know if anyone else had kind of any thoughts to on, on that example or what we've been talking about so far. I definitely, whenever you explain that, I definitely thought about the idea of like faith and having faith that you're on the right path and knowing that, okay, I only have so much information to base it on. Things are a little cloudy, you know, metaphorically or not. And I just have that faith that I'm on the right path and just keep, you know, keep going and just know that like, it will get clearer. And, you know, what can I do? You know, I can't just stay still and, you know, be paralyzed with fear of the unknown. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's a little bit of faith in yourself. Uh, or in your higher power or whatever it is you have and yeah I think that I think I think about faith and you think that you know because you got to keep going even if things are a little unclear and you know you don't know what the next step is quite but just know that you're you're doing the best you can and that you you trust yourself and so I wanted to challenge you all to just ask you all so how do we meet our needs like how do we figure out what our vision is or what our compass is in where we're at in life right now. And anyone can kind of share, you can take time to think about it, but because I know, right, when we first had this conversation on purpose, a lot of the questions that people had um, were, okay, so what am I meant to do? Like, how do I figure that out? Um, you know, it's, it's so easy to think of purpose or vision and become so overwhelmed by it. Um, and so, you know, we had talked about what purpose is not, um, what makes you happy. So when it comes to vision, how do we, how do we figure out a way to navigate or step into a space where we are trying to meet all of our needs and figure out, okay, what should I use to guide me? I think one of the ones that immediately comes about for me is like the one that I've learned that we just take, take for granted, right? Like when I start to learn how to drive, my data was all about, you know, before you put the car in drive, make sure to check all your mirrors and make sure, you know, you like you go through all this routine checks. And the first one is when you start the car up, even to this day, it doesn't matter what kind of car you drive, electric or not. When you start, there's this reset of all your indicators, right? Like all of a sudden everything, it either starts back at zero and it just shows you that everything is working. So I, for me, it is that daily assessment like from the time that my feet hit the ground, sometimes before, okay, let's do that daily assessment. How do I feel today? What am I worried? Am I fearful about something? Is there any anxiety? Is there anything I'm excited about? What am I confident about today? Like, what am I gonna, where are my wins gonna come from today? And what are my, what am I scared of? Where are my losses gonna come from? And for me, when I do that daily reset, that vision is revealed to me because now whatever I'm worried about, I'm already starting to think, what do I need to do to avoid whatever's causing me that anxiety or to mitigate that anxiety? And so now that is, oh, you need to go brush your teeth so you can make your teeth stop hurting or something like that, right? Like that's extreme, but it allows me to just do that reset. And it's, and it's a daily situation. And what it also simultaneously prevents me from doing is, is looking at every day the exact same. Because I do the reset and wake up, there may be some things that are still the top three things that are there. But oftentimes rarely are they in the same exact order because if they are 
then what did I really do yesterday? Right? Like, what did I, if, if it was really number one, two, and three, did I misevaluate that they're one, two, and three, if they still sit there? Right? And so even that becomes an idea of creating a vision for what I'm going to do on that day. And what I hope is that that reset each day helps to, okay, that was yesterday. This is today. That's tomorrow. That was yesterday. This is today. Tomorrow. And so over that time, it is, okay, I didn't get number four done. So that's part of my vision for tomorrow. I didn't get it done this week. So that's my vision for next week. Um, and it's a defense mechanism to prevent me from having to get either overwhelmed about everything that's there to being stuck in that rut of like, I just got to go this way because I'm supposed to, or I felt like I was. And that creates a detour. Um, but the other downside to that is that does it really give me that long-term vision? If I'm waiting every day to take this new vision given to me, and that's where it goes back, like Rami said, that faith that I believe that if each one of my daily journey builds into my months, my months build into my year, my year builds into dot, 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 dot. But I just have to believe that that's a faith, right? Like I don't have anything that guarantees me that what I do today yeah. is going to actually be worthwhile tomorrow or in December. I just have to believe that it is. Yeah, that's a good point. That's so good. And I think too, with what you were sharing, um, I because I'm I'm on track with that idea as well, that if you focus on, and, and that's a great way to start the day. It's like, okay, what, what do I need today? How am I feeling doing that check-in? Um, that like checking in with yourself and your heart and your mind and your soul. And it's, I think too, I see it as like, when we use our compass to guide us to the direction where we want to go, um, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it because it's like such a complex thought in my mind, but I, I feel that, that as long as you stay true to who you are and what brings you joy and, and what brings you balance in life, because I feel like that's different for everyone. It's unique because we're all so unique and special. I, I feel as we step into that, we will, we will attract and be attracted by what our vision is. Like there's like this, um, like, like, you know, how they say like-minded people attract one another. So if you step into doing what brings you joy and what makes you happy and living life the way you want and the way like just being your true self you're going to attract people vision purpose that aligns with that within your own world and um and i love the idea of starting small but also keeping it aligned with who you are individually but what you want to do with your life on a bigger scale as well and like um so that was and it's this whole conversation is crazy because we're literally touching on every single thing that I wanted to talk about or I've wanted to talk about. And um, one of the things on that is I, I had been listening to this um, to the sermon on vision. It was the focus was on vision. And they were the, the speaker was saying that our needs are an indicator of something that you're passionate about or something that matters to you. So that's like that's like the check engine light or that's like the the gas light that comes up and then it's our responsibility to say hey this is a need this is inspiring me or making me feel uncomfortable why so then we can then do something about it so okay the gas light is on what does that mean okay it means that i have to get gas so let me go and get gas and i feel that that's what happens with vision two is that um 
those, those needs become indicators for us individually that show us, all right, this, I need either something to feed me, or this is an area that I can grow in, or this is an area I can step into that, that is important to me and that matters to me. And um, it's, it was, it was just a cool concept to hear that because I feel like a lot of times people are like, well, I don't know what my purpose is, or I don't know what I should be doing. But I feel the most powerful thing that we can each be doing is, is doing things that um, create a feeling inside of us, like doing things that create this, this um, like, how do I put it? Like we, I feel that these indicators are aligned to things that we're passionate about. So for an example, for me, something that I'm, that extremely makes me feel a certain way is every time I see an injustice, right? It's just like, I get irked. I have these emotions that I kind of feel. And that to me is an indicator that there's a need, right? There's a need within the community that I'm, that I'm in because I'm seeing it and it's a problem. And then there's a need within me to do something about it because it's affecting me. And in turn, that becomes my compass to know this is, this causes the check engine light to come on every time it happens and I wanna fix it. So what can I do on a day-to-day when I check in with myself? And then what can I do on, on a large scale that aligns with that? Um, but that, that was just the thought I had. So I don't know what you all think about that too, but just the, the need being the indicator and passion kind of being um, mm-hmm. indicators as well. Yeah. Like making sure that gauge is calibrated because you can have a gauge that has like, you know, a gas, like I used to drive a car and it had a gas needle on it and the gas needle moved, but it was never right. So it's almost like you have to make sure that that gauge or that you're so in tune with yourself that when you do do that assessment, that is accurate. And that you're not caught up in, you know, some something that's superficial. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, that reminds me of a that reminds me of a lyric from a song. I think it was J. Cole. He says something about like, you you came a long way, but unfortunately you went the wrong way. So it's like he's talking about like other rappers who like he's talking about like the younger rappers who like you know are whatever. But like it's like yeah, you came a long way, but it was in the wrong direction. So that's why I think it's like yeah, you you're going based on this information, but it was the wrong information. It's like I think about that sometimes. I'm like. Yeah, make sure if you're hustling, you're pushing hard that it's it's for something that isn't going to infringe on other people. First of all, like if your goal is to to be a ruler or like, you know, uh, you know, like an emperor, then maybe that's not the best goal because that's going to inflict on other people. But if your goal is to go to space. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I think passion is a big one for sure. And necessity is, is one that I, I for me, I think was a secondary motivator, which which is a good thing to, to think about, like necessity, because, yeah, passion it's a big fueling thing, you know, like I would define passion as what, what makes you excited to wake up in the morning versus just like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's just going to happen regardless versus, Oh, I can't wait to get up tomorrow because I'm, I'm going to do this thing. And so that mixed in with necessities, huge uh, factors for sure. Cause yeah, you want to make sure you're going the right way. And if you're, if you're, if you're so tied into just whatever your passion is, you might be blinded by the needs, you know, that the world has and that your community has. And you don't want to be too, you know, self self involved in that way. So yeah, passion's great, but then need is, is a big one for sure. That's good. That's good for me to think about at least. 
I think for me, I'm I, sorry, y'all. I was on phone the first first half or so, but I think um, I'm really resonating. I think JC, I think both of y'all kind of actually everyone alluded to just that importance of doing the self work um, because even even the idea of vision in like a North American perspective can be tainted by what society values as like what you would dream for. And I really think about as y'all were talking about like the work that it really takes to have a vision that's like informed and self-aware and not um, what society tells you. And in my, in my backgrounds with young folks, uh, first gen low income students, and you see it a lot at, at high school when students have pretty much been given a vision, a plan their whole life, and then you get to senior year and they're like, yo, what is life? Or same way we graduate college and folks are like, wait, what am I now supposed to do? Um, because up until that point in your life, everything has been told, the classes you take, what you need to do, and then you get to this certain goal and then you're placed in your life and you're like, wait, no one really told me what is this, what is this vision thing? And so I, I, I'm sitting with that. I'm also thinking like the self-work you have to do and, and the idea, I think I've heard kind of mentions of it, just this idea of pace and how it can feel like every single moment you need to be doing something towards that vision. And if not, then like you're like this kind of this, this pace of like trying to execute and get things done and how does self-awareness play into that? And then even when we see certain things that we want to do, how do we make sure that it's aligned with ourselves and not like self-serving? I think Rami, like you were mentioning, like if you want to be an emperor, like, well, I think this is a good thing. And so that, that work that takes to do is self-awareness. I think it's a lot harder than it, it, it can be. And it's a lot more intentional to really reflect and to say, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? And, and think deeply about it. That's so good. I, and, and then it brings me back to, so where do we start? Right? So we, we, as, as individuals within our own lives and then within our communities, where do we start with, with like taking steps to operate in this way and then kind of just feed off of each other with, you know, I, I think we can do so much within a community. As a community, we have these conversations and we kind of unpack things and challenge ourselves to be like, oh, wait, that's actually really a point. Let me kind of take a step back and think about that. And um, my whole point of these conversations is I've seen so many people that are so lost and so broken, and then they live a life that is just really messy. And, and you know, we've all had some version of that within our own story. So knowing we have to do the self-work, knowing that, um, like Jordan, you were sharing this idea of pace, it should be, and just in my opinion, I feel should be not shaped by culture and what everyone else around us is is saying it should be but should be with what we need individually on a day-to-day um that you know checking our intention and knowing okay this is how i feel about something why is it because i'm being i do i want to be an emperor to control people or do i want to be an emperor to bring light to our community like the the why behind it so how do we how, how do we figure out where to start with this, um, with all of this, is what I asked you all. What do you think? I think, I actually think it's, um, you know, I only have life experience to speak to, but it, I think it's just organic. You know, Jordan was just talking about, I was that dude. I I went to school and the school I went to is because my mama said, this is where my check is going. So you're going there. I got there. All I wanted to do was just party. I just wanted to hang out. There was so much freedom that I had. I didn't even know what credit hours were. I didn't know what a, you know, a program schedule looked like. But then there's a life event that then it's like, oh, 
you got to figure this out. And it's been from that moment that to me, a lot of times I feel like it is revealed to me the same way we talk about purpose. Like I, a lot of times we hear people saying, you got to find your purpose, figure out what it is that you want to do. And at no point in time in my life, have I ever had, you know, sought out to find something. And that's what I'm doing. Even going back to the example, I the, the degree was for business. I'm a producer there and have never been formally trained as a video producer. None of that. But that's what I do to make a living. And it's what brings me joy to storytell, to help other people tell stories. But to me, that is my purpose. But I never sat there and said, I'm going to do this. It was revealed to me. And so I think a lot of times, I think the pressure comes from believing that I have to go find it as opposed to recognizing it when it when it shows itself right like we want to stick to the theme of vision being able to know it when you see it right like how many times somebody say go find the boogity book and you're like well what does it look like i don't know what that is you know even when we're trying to ask for directions we give each other landmarks right to, to be able to say when you get down there to that second light make a right well if you don't know what a light looks like or you have no idea of, you know they're not talking about a street light they're talking about you know a signal light or whatever then you're going to miss your turn and so i think finding purpose starts with being able to have a vision or having good vision. Right. But I think your vision gets better when you practice seeing certain things, right? Like you're going to miss it a couple of times. Right. But then if you realize that, Oh, that was my turn, you know, maybe next time you'll see the exit or whatever it is, not trying to take it too far, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, but I think the scary thing for me in talking to people and what can intimidate people is when we say, Better find your purpose. You got to find your purpose. You're going to school. You better find your purpose. You better find your purpose. And then now, this big monster. Yeah, yeah. Takes on this big monster that now sometimes you might be like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just gonna go over here and just hustle for a little bit. I don't. It's better than just having to deal with all that weight of pressure. At least then I know what I'm dealing with. Within that, I was I was thinking of um, the the kind of question of uh, doing versus being. And I think in vision, we can get really caught up, I think, as JC kind of alluded to what you're saying of like, what are you doing? Like, what's that next step? What's like, what's the do, like do, do, do. And I think um, it's, it's just so interesting when I was working for this corporate job for a few years, I remember meeting like, talk like C-level executives that have worked there for 50 plus years and be like, I just kept doing, like, it just, it just happened. And now I've been here for 30 years and my whole life has been like, oh, I mean, I got a family, I got a house, I got some cars, I'm a decent person. But there was that lackluster of like, who, like, who are, like, what's that, like that, that soul turning existence that allows you to show up in spaces. And I think for me, um, in terms of starting to your question, I think it's, it's exploring like the being part as well as the doing and allowing yourself the space and the time to say, yes, this might be kind of what the end goal but what is it like the characteristics of the person that I'm trying to be in these spaces and exploring like, where did these values come from? Who informed them? And I think as a few of you all mentioned too, I've also personally just been sitting with just the concept of, of like domination and control and how much that could inform values and outcomes and what we see as success. Um, like how many people am I in charge of or who listens to me when I speak or whose heads turns when I walk in and like, just exploring those things. So for me, I think just starting with that question of like that doing versus being and, and giving space and time to honor both and to see how those show up in our existence. I love the doing versus being question and the idea of it's not just vision, it's good vision. It's it kind of um, 
it gives it more not structure i don't want it but it just because what we've all been sharing is i mean vision can be anything and there's people who use the vision to do something negative or to do things that don't really sink to their hearts or they're just doing it just to do it but um i, I think it's so key with with having our vision being something that at the end of the day is just something that brings you joy and brings you peace and brings you love. And, you know, like if we get down to the core of, of feelings and emotions and, and operating on a day-to-day, -day, it's just whatever it may be um, to each of us individually, that it's, that it's rooted in joy and um, love and peace because we can have a vision and it can be whatever, but if it's making us feel some type of way on a day-to-day -day or we get up and we don't really wanna do it, or it's, it's making us feel uncomfortable because it's not true to who we are or what we find or identify as our morals and values, then it's so easy to get off track. And it's so easy to then find yourself in a space where you look back and you're like, well, I was just doing it to do it. Like, or um, you're miserable or you're unhappy. And, and that in turn becomes a ripple effect because then you are unhappy. And then the energy you give out is unhappiness. And then you affect the people around you to that capacity of unhappiness and hate or anger or whatever it may be. And um, for me, something that has been powerful that I actually found this artwork, but um, it, it just says, be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. So for me, what my um, vision has become is not so much something specific, like it has to be um, impacting the world or it has to be whatever it's whatever sings to my heart and whatever sets my soul on fire that makes me want to keep doing this or keep pursuing this or keep operating in this space and um but i love the doing first being because it makes you think about intention like but why are you doing this what what is it um what is it about this specific thing you're doing in your life um, and I think that's just powerful as we take time to kind of sit back and reflect on that. So I thought, yeah. I think that's really cool. I definitely, I definitely think it's easy for our visions to change too. I find that, um, cause reality hits us. So like, I don't know, just like from a little bit of personal experience, like <clears throat> having the dream of being like a self-employed, like designer or artist, you don't anticipate all the hours of invoicing and emails and clerical work. And you're like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> this is gonna be like like a third of my time is is on an Excel sheet or something. And you're like, oh, I anticipate this. And even having some mundane day to day job is gonna involve that. But it also comes with security, you know. But oh yeah, but freelancing, you know, I get to make make my own hours. But I'm also kind of constantly worried about sustaining my livelihood. So like, your vision can can change, you know. And as you get older, it's like, I think that too. But I think another thing that also inspires us besides passion and necessity is like the more we get more we get to know ourselves. Like we realize, oh, like as a kid, I was lacking this. And like, this is why I am so passionate about this because I, you know, as a kid that this happened or I didn't have enough of this. And so now as an adult, I want this. And so I think, you know, sometimes like you do what you love because it was, a, it was like a healing or a healing thing or some sort of something you do to kind of um, console yourself. And then as you get older and you start healing a little bit more, you, you maybe you're not leaning on those, uh, those, you know, activities as much or whatever it is that you thought you wanted changes for whatever reason, you know, you, whether it's getting to know yourself better as a, you know, as a person 
or just uh, realizing like, oh, okay, yeah, the reality of what I thought I wanted is like way more, it's, it's much different than what I expected. And maybe I'm, maybe I need to kind of reevaluate what it is and realize that, okay, what I thought I wanted isn't it. And that can go for anything. I can go for people or, um, you know, the kind of relationships you want in your life, the way you want to be seen changes over time. And I think like, I think that's also something to check in every day. Just like how you mentioned earlier, JC, like every day you wake up and you, you know, you check, you ask yourself these questions. You're like, okay, oh, the answers to these questions are a little bit different or the questions I'm asking myself are now different entirely. And it's like, maybe I need to, um, you know, you, you adjust your vision, clear it, you know, because you're getting older and as you get older, we like, <clears throat> you know, we're seeing things for what they are. And you realize, okay, I didn't realize like, you know, what I wanted comes with these certain things. It's like, you, you can start adjusting yourself, you know, um, what you expect and what you want as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. <laughs> no, that's really good. I'll grab you some. I'll slide in. Um, Amen on the invoicing. Like, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> at first it is, it is the, I make my own schedule. You know, I can, if I want to dig into this project, I'm in it and it's great. And then no one has never, no one ever told me, yeah, you also have to do all the admin and the accounting and manage all the business component. And did you check in with that client today? Just get like in the emails and everything, like that type of thing. And then to underline one of the other things you said is that you can look at, I, as soon as you said invoice, I started thinking clients, I can work on a project during the day and I see a project that I have for myself, right? Like right now there is like this big canvas that I saw the vision, the vision, right? Came to me like, oh, this is what I want to do. This is going to be great. I tried to adapt it to a project I was working on with the client thinking, oh yeah, this is going to be great. They'll love it. They didn't like it. And so then I created for myself and now I'm every week I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to this weekend before I start so I can work on that one, which is for me because that's what I really want to do. And that's what will fulfill me. And now this becomes a burden, right? But then I'm so burnt out from working on that burden that I don't even work on the one for me, right? But I, I get excited every week, right? And it's going to happen on Monday. I'm going to get, I'll be like, yeah, man, this weekend, I'm going to finally get to it because I'm going to wrap this project up. I'm going to be able to, and I still, here we are, you know, three months later. And so it's very easy to get to that point. And, and just like you were saying, Rami, it's like you just start overlooking it and not paying attention to it. And you just start doing it versus letting it be who you are, you know? Yeah. Accepting the reality of something versus the idealized version of it. And sometimes, sometimes you think, oh, that I'm, <clears throat> I'm not being positive because I'm realizing like that what I wanted isn't as great as it was. But no, you're, you're not being negative. You're just simply seeing things clear. It's just reality hits. Yeah, <clears throat> it's definitely true. And, and I think too that, that when we get to those moments, it's so important to not perceive it as something negative. Like you were saying, Rami, it's so, it's so, um, it happens so often when people have this vision or um, this idea of what they want to do and then they do it and then it's not what they thought. And then they get to the space like, oh, and they're frustrated. And, and some people stop there and they completely shut down and they check out and they're like, all right, I'm just not, I just don't want to do this anymore. But I think what's beautiful about, about being able to take these moments is you can take the moments for what they are and they become the, the guide of, or, or like the small adjustment that you make when you're steering the boat. You're like, okay, I just went this way. I'm not really feeling it for whatever reason. I'm going to take time to figure it out and kind of make that small adjustment to where it is that I want to be now. 
And I think that we should see those moments not as failures, but as amazing learning opportunities to teach us, okay, this is where I really want to be, or I thought I wanted to go in this direction and I'm not feeling it. So now I'm going to go and try this out or, um, and, and that kind of goes into this quote that I wanted to share that someone had said is that you can't jump on every horse that rides by just like you can't give everything your time. So how do you decide what things you're focusing on, what direction you're going and when to make those adjustments? And, um, what do you all think? And, and that's something that I've always wondered on, because I think the key to that, the key to answering that question is having an understanding of who you are, what makes you tick, having um, this self-awareness of, of your, all areas of your life. And, and it's, it's always been interesting to have conversations with people and say, okay, so this is the path you're on. And you know that you can't jump on everything that comes your way, even if it seems like something that might interest you. So how do you figure out what to spend time on and, to, and what direction to take and when to adjust that direction in a different, uh, down a different path? So what do you all think on that? I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves in general. We don't, we don't give ourselves the grace and time to like realize sometimes doing nothing is actually doing something. For, um, like we got to give ourselves credit for even thinking about these things. And I think it's really, really easy to think, oh, I didn't do anything towards my goal today. But just giving yourself that time, going for a walk, like it, you, you are doing something. You're, you are doing a little bit of something. Um, and as an artist, sometimes I give myself a lot of crap for like not drawing all week. But I realize like I'm actually, I'm, you're reassessing your reality. You're, you're, you know, where does it come from? Anything we do comes from our perception of the react of what the world. So we're out there perceiving. And then later we create, we perceive, we create. Right now we're just in a perceiving phase. We got to like chill out a little bit, give ourselves grace, forgive ourselves for whatever we thought we didn't do today or do, do enough. And yeah, I think, you know, it comes a little bit from, you know, just, it's really easy to paralyze ourselves with fear and thinking like, oh, I, you know, we could either regret what we didn't do or we can use it as like wisdom, you know, like, okay, oh, this was a hard, you know, this, this thing happened to me, I regret it. Or you'd be like, oh no, I learned, I learned something, it's not gonna happen again. Like, or I'm gonna do better next time. Or, you know, I'm feeling this, this emotion and I reacted this way. Next time you'd be like, oh, I recognize this emotion. I'm gonna react a different way. Or, you know, take that walk, give yourself that, that time, do nothing, say nothing. And uh, that's, that's tough. That's almost tough as much as doing something. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes do nothing. <laughs> Opposite of Nike, I guess. But. I think you kind of hinted on it when you asked the question. For me, I think it's, it's just all about self-awareness and really knowing where you're at if you're talking about like your business or what opportunities. Like I know for me and my business, like um, I do a lot of speaking and workshops and consulting stuff. And there was a time where I was getting way too much stuff. But I kept saying yes. And I remember sitting back and processing it. And I think for me, um, just I was examining how like I've internalized like the scarcity mindset of just like if I don't take this opportunity like this person could connect me to so and so and I remember just being like yo what's what's for me is going to be for me and, and it's not to say that like sometimes you got to be out there hustling because I think as JC and Rami both have mentioned especially in business sometimes like you have to be on it going after stuff like there's a season where there's like there's a grind season and you need to be on things and also I think that scarcity mindset can also blur your vision 
because anything that could come your way, you'll be like, okay, I need to do this. I need to do this. And really having that time to step back and say, what are the things that I am prioritizing? Um, so for me, one of the ways I look at it is, is I look at um, my calendar and where my time is going. And if I'm looking at potentially like from a financial standpoint, like like what's giving me the hardest, highest ROI on, on my time? I'm, I'm examining a lot of things. Like what, where does my time need to go? What part of my business or my life am I trying to develop? Um, and I think similar to Rami's point, also Rami's point, just giving space and time to be like, and it's okay if things don't get done. Um, like if you're like giving yourself grace, knowing you can't do everything. Um, but for me, it was um, the scarcity mindset and the fear of, uh, fear of missing out. Like, oh my gosh, if I miss this opportunity, I'm, I'm not gonna get it. So trying to, to release those and know like what's for me will be for me and trusting in, in faith and, and timing that things will. Yeah. That's what they say about luck, right? Like, I don't believe in luck. Like, luck is just pre preparation. What do they say? Luck, meet, luck is when preparation meets preparedness. Yeah. Sometimes you're not prepared, you know, like, but if you're receptive to it, that's that's actually big. Just being receptive to the opportunities is already big because you don't know how many people, they see these things go right by and they're like, they didn't realize they could have jumped on it. But just, be, just to see, oh, that's an opportunity I missed. But next time I'll be ready. And then people will call you lucky. And, and the last thing I'll say to that super briefly too is like, I'm also... I've also tried to be aware of like not jumping on horses that I might not be ready to ride um, in terms of that. Cause mm -hmm. I think sometimes it might seem like a great opportunity but one could do more damage than good to their vision and their business if they jump on something prematurely and they're not really ready to, to dive into that. So, but, and that goes back to me, back to that self-awareness of yourself, of your business, where you're at, your capacities. Um, because sometimes if we rush to get to the vision going back to that pace it might do more harm than good in, in the long run. I think the only thing that I probably my little two cents that I add to it because I typify exactly what y'all were saying is the conviction in it, right? Like using the horse analogy, like you can't half jump if you're trying to get on a running horse. You got to know I'm jumping right now. You know, so like double dutch. You know, they used to say double dutch, go in as if you know that you're already in it, right? And and I think that helps because even if you fall off in those situations, you start to do a true assessment on well why hold on why didn't i how come i wasn't ready to ride that horse or what did i mess up there but if you're like eh, maybe kind of sort of okay then it's kind of like oh wait my instinct I, that conviction allows you to be able to do it in earnest even if it like I said it's season for the grind it's that next big opportunity you're like nope i'm going to get this um it, it almost provides a, a net for if it doesn't go the way that you plan it at least you can say but i went i trusted in me Right. And next time, you know, well, I didn't have that field. So, yeah, I think I agree exactly what you all said. And that actually made me think as we're having this conversation that I think I'm I believe that it comes down to our heart being our compass. But in order for our heart to be our compass, it has to be healed. It has to be. And that goes into not necessarily be healed, but goes into you understanding who you are, what makes you tick, what's important to you. Because then you can, when you come to those, those forks in the road or those moments where there's a horse and you're like, okay, am I jumping on the horse? Am I ready to jump on the horse? The, the answer to that question is unique to us individually. And I feel what's, what's powerful within all of us is what our heart is speaking to us. And in those moments, you know, do you have peace with jumping on the horse and knowing there's a possibility I might fall off, but it, it's okay. Or or are you jumping on the horse because someone is influencing you to do it? 
and they're telling you you should be doing it but you don't feel right about it and you're like I don't know you know or or are you doing it because culture has created this narrative of what you should and shouldn't be doing and and I think that's why it's so important to peel all of that back and come back to you and and is is this bringing me peace? Am I, am I okay with stepping into this? Will I get joy? Um, or just, just this sense of like, no matter what happens, I'm doing this because I want to, because I feel that it's right. So just off of what everyone has been sharing so far. Yeah, I agree. I think it's also like, this goes with the general statement of like, everyone should go to therapy in the sense that we might think we have these goals, but sometimes our goals are just like in our heads because it's going to feed a part of ourselves that isn't healed yet. And so like, how silly would it be to achieve a goal? You're like, achieve this thing. And you're like, you go to therapy, you get older, you learn about yourself. You're like, oh, I only wanted to do this because I like was trying to fix this thing about myself that I no longer feel that, you know what I mean? Like everyone should go to therapy. Like I, you know, I've gone on everything and it's like, it, it allows you to really realize like, oh, like, I'm living my life right now as a, as a emotional fight or flight survival, you know, tactic because of who I was as a kid. And like, you know, you think, Oh, I was a kid years ago. I was a kid decades ago. And you're like, Oh no, you're still like, you're living your life based on this, whatever hurt that you have. And you might think you want this thing, but like once like you get to know yourself a little better and still in the process of it, it's like, you're like, oh, okay, these goals are going to be a little bit more. Like, I don't need this thing. I don't, I don't need this level of thing. Like I'm happy with this, this thing because you know, you know, you just get a little bit older, you find more peace, hopefully, you know, you can all pray for that and hope for it. But like, ultimately it's like, let's just, you know, yeah, we constantly ask ourselves the questions. Just go back to what JC said. It's like, really just every day assess yourself. Be like, yeah. oh, I'm, 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 you know, and then being grat- you know, grateful for what you do have. I think that balances out things from having, getting too radical in your mind as far as what you want. Yeah. And just echoing, yes, to therapy. I think everybody should go to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm also thinking about the, the fine line between freedom and fear. And I was just shot this down that I think like vision actualized gives a sense of freedom. But I think kind of some of the things that really stop us from diving into that is, is the fear. And I'm not even just talking about the entrepreneurial realm of like having your own business, but maybe even just like doing, going and trying to apply for a company or things like that, that there's, there's comfort in not trying sometimes like looking at that horse and, and that challenge of yes I have this conviction and this vision um, it's easier in entrepreneurial analysis because it's like even though I might struggle for like 10 years five years 20 years before maybe this business takes off but the sacrifice is you're sacrificing kind of that thing that makes your soul come alive and I wonder in different ways like how folks like that that's just that fine line where we can say no like i'm good but it's like nah, there might be some fear that could be informing your life that doesn't allow uh, that vision or that conviction as jc was mentioning to, to operate fully uh, in our lives yeah that's so true and so good and i can keep talking about this and having these conversations i know we're on the the 12.30 mark soon. So I just wanted to first and foremost appreciate each and every one of you for being here, for sharing your heart and your perspective, as I think it's powerful as we have these conversations to kind of unpack and understand things and be provided different perspectives that we might not have had before. And uh, so as we're coming to a close, I just wanted to ask each of you if you can just share something that 
about this conversation or just about anything that you've learned in life as you've been trying to navigate purpose and vision and what that means. And um, just any last words? And I was gonna go with JC first. Yeah, and then I'll ask. <laughs> no, I, I think as always, this is, this is awesome. Um, I think there's a great, uh, I think I said it last time, to go on record, yes, everybody should go to therapy. I think this is also a form of therapy. Um, literally from the time I got on to the time that we're getting ready to sign off now, there's been a constant processing. And, and if nothing else, it is almost like that, um, that the comparison of thought, like, okay, wow, I didn't think of it that way. Here's how I was thinking about it. And it's like the iron sharpens the iron. And it's like being in the gym. We're working out together and we're working out one of the most powerful muscles, the most powerful muscle in our body, which is our mind and our ability to be able to envision things in another point of view for growth. And I, and I think it doesn't get um, much better than that, you know, without, you know, you've created a safe space. You know, I know a lot of people use it as a cliche, but it coming in the second time, it feels like a very safe space to come in and to just say, Hey, here's what's on my mind. And I don't in closing what I what I I don't know what it would have happened had I not had the opportunity to talk about Dick Branson today, because that's something that would have stewed on my mind and sat on me without having an opportunity to speak on it while it was real. It would have faded into the sunset. It would got tucked under whatever I have to do for work this week. And I wouldn't have had an opportunity to take time to exercise my mind with like minded individuals to feel even more convicted to then set about putting together a new vision for tomorrow. So. I think it was great, um, and, and I appreciate it. And I'm appreciative for, for you guys as well. Thank you, likewise. I appreciate you bringing up that topic too. That, that, that really was a good anchor topic to the, to the whole conversation today about um, and the Virgin Galactic and everything. And Rami, anything else you'd like to share as last thoughts? I definitely second that the topic about today being a form of therapy, you know, just connecting with others, you know, just been a really good weekend for, you know, connecting and just really finding like commonalities between just me and other humans, you know, and everybody else that is uh, spinning on this rock through space and trying to figure out what it all means, you know, like, I think it's a powerful thing to have these conversations and yeah, thank you for you know, putting it together. It's a pretty good thing, pretty good topics, great questions and I'm happy to be a part of it. I'll just, I'll just be brief, just feeling gratitude. Um, it's first time I see you like facilitate, do your thing. So it's good to just be in this space with you all. And for this conversation, I was reminded, I took a, a counseling class. I'm not a counselor, I took counseling class. And they said, um, you don't need to be a therapist to have therapeutic conversations. I think so just echoing folks, this was a, a therapeutic conversation, just kind of examining and thinking, thinking with uh, like-minded folks. And so just glad to be in this space to share perspective and experiences in life with you all. So. Thank you. And, and as I've always shared before, like, it's always such an honor to share this space with you all. Um, because it's just incredible to sit and have these conversations and see, because I don't know, right? This is just me being like, hey, this is a thought I had. What do you guys think? What do you girls think? And just kind of seeing what happens, because this is things that these are thoughts I'm always having and, and wondering and trying to figure it out and think I figured it out and then I don't figure it out. And just wanting to create this space to um, to speak with with others and to speak um, to speak in a raw and authentic way. I feel like there's so many conversations that the foundation of them are these pretty pictures they're painting, right? They're like, oh, 
purpose and you know and then you're like hey I'm here and I'm not feeling that way (laughs) this isn't this isn't working for me so um I just I hope that as we continue to have these conversations that everyone just knows that there really is no right answer like we're just in this together living life trying to navigate it and figure it out and um and we're each just speaking from our own uh experiences and and these moments that we've all lived that have taught us something so important and I hope that we can all share those moments because that's how we learn. And that's how we kind of get through a lot of the difficult times that maybe a lot of us um, have experienced or um, kind of went through in life. And so I just thank you. I thank you all for being here. And my goal is to just keep having these conversations. So our next, just so you all know, um, every month we're going to, I'm gonna have this conversation about purpose, but next month the focus will be manifestation. And the following month will be like the idea of executing your purpose, being um, having gratitude and then having a moment to reflect. So uh, so yeah, that, that's all I have, but thank you, thank you, thank you seriously for this conversation and for, for taking your time to spend it with me to talk about it. And uh, I just thank you all. And that's a wrap for our meeting, but... <laughs> Yeah, good. Awesome. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. Have a good one, everyone. Be easy. All right. Take it easy. Too.